as you change, as your business change, you have to make sure that your brand is reflecting those changes. And the reason for that is because otherwise you will start losing clients because they start losing trust. You are listening to Nalmar Rivera, who helps service-based business owners elevate their brands and increase conversions through strategy-based design and content. When it comes to branding and the importance of it, when it comes to your business, she has the creative strategic approach in helping you elevate it. In this episode, we break down the power of branding, what it is, and the most common mistakes entrepreneurs make when it comes to branding. She shares tips on how you can make your brand stand out and drive more business. This episode is for those who want to learn more about branding and how to position your brand for growth, even when you scale. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. And today I have a very special guest on the show who I have worked with many times. And I met her at a live event through a friend of ours named Jessica. And I always say, when you go to live events, you connect with people and you never know where it can lead you. I love when people show up and exceed expectations. And this woman did just that. She's a go-getter and she has lots of different ideas that actually go into practice and businesses while working a full-time job. And I just love her speed. I love that I can jam out with her about systems, about tech, about branding, about investing, and just business. So welcome to the show, Nilmar Riviera. Thank you. Thank you so much. You, you know, you're one of those people that make a room feel so comfortable. Like I remember meeting you and I absolutely knew this girl needs to be in my inner circle. <laughs> oh, I feel the same way about you. So just tell our audience who you are, what you're most passionate about and how you show up in the world today. All right. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. So I'm Neomar and I'm, I'm a multi-passionate Latina. At the age of 12, I fell in love with technology and I started designing and developing websites for small business owners. I then graduated from an engineering degree and started climbing the corporate ladder. But in 2017, I realized I was missing like using my strategic and creative side of the brains and decided to start a creative studio. And since then, I have been helping females grow their online presence through strategic branding and web design. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a loaded, lots of talent in that answer. So I am curious because I know that just you and I and having our friendship that you actually, at the age of 12, started like 
businesses and started this creative studio and also had a full-time job. What caused you to kind of just say, Hey, I want to go ahead and start this. And it's been very successful. Like what advice would you give to people that are probably, you know, thinking about doing something while having something full-time? My advice will be to go for it. You know, I was in a point in my career where I had achieved everything that I had in my bucket list. And I asked myself, what now? What now? And I wanted to continue growing. So I told myself, all right, I can do a master's degree or I can just go and start my own business and learn more. And I went with that one. Part of it because I wanted to actually like create my own table and pull people and be able to show other Latinas that they can really like go and start their own thing. I love it. So how would you describe since you're like the brand strategist and you help other Latinas and women show up is how would you describe brand? So I will start first by saying, what is not a brand? And a lot of people think a brand is a logo or a website or even how you show up on on social media. And the reality is a brand is way more than that. It's the way that a product, a business, or even yourself is perceived by those that experience it. So it includes everything from a vision, personality, a competitive advantage, a brand promise of what people can expect from interacting with you or working with you. And then we get to really the visual and verbal identity and and your brand experience. So all of those things are the things that make up your brand. I love it. And, you know... How important is it? Because do you find that like sometimes when people will pivot and change their brand as they continue to grow or should you do it? Should you just keep it? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So for the first part, a brand is absolutely important. Absolutely important. I think everyone, even a, a personal brand to exist. And the reason for this is because it helps you build trust. It helps you stand out. It helps you attract the people that you want to be surrounded with. And it also allows you to have a clear strategy and stay focused. And then in terms of evolving, absolutely. As you change, as your business change, you have to make sure that your brand is reflecting those changes. And the reason for that is because otherwise you might start to show up inconsistently and you will start losing clients because they start losing trust. Um, and the other side of it is you can also become outdated and your marketing might not be as effective. I love the word that you say outdated. Is there a process if somebody was going to upgrade their brand or somebody should change their brand? Is there a process that people should somewhat follow or there's like proven theory that this is, you know, the right way or, you know, the most effective way to do it? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because a brand update could be very simple as a brand refresh. And that one, you can think of that one more like a little makeover, right? You can also do a full brand rebrand and that will be more the equivalent of a full plastic surgery. And it really depends on the changes that you're going through. For example, if you're just going through changes where, you know, your logo is not up to date with the new design trends, that will be more considered a brand refresh. Or maybe you're changing a little bit of your tagline. You want to make it a little bit more specific because you have found your ideal client and you really want to niche down into that. It will be more of a brand refresh. So you can start with your brand foundations and you just have to go through and start editing some of the messaging associated to it. 
Now, if, for example, you're completely changing your brand and you're now going to be going maybe from, you know, a wedding photographer to a branding photographer, your ideal client is going to be completely different. The messaging is going to be completely different. Even the colors that you might want to use are going to be different because it's a different psychology and a different emotion that you want to like show to your ideal clients. So in that case, I absolutely recommend a full rebrand. While you can have some of the values that make you who you are and what you support, I recommend starting from scratch on that aspect. That's so good that you bring up colors too. And I know that like what you said earlier is that that's not just what brand is is you've got colors, you've got, you know, it, it invokes a emotion, like you said, right? How important is that when you're picking even on websites, the different types of colors that represent your brand? Oh, it's absolutely important. Before we even get to the colors, I go through, okay, so what's the vision that we have? Who is your ideal client? What kind of emotions you want to emit to the world so that that way we can find the colors that are going to help you show more of that, right? So for example, if you were someone that were working with a lot of males in a very corporate-like environment, you would not want to have a color like a pink, a bright pink, right? Because they would not feel connected to that color. So those are all things that we think about. But before we get there, we really have to think about who the ideal client is, what kind of emotions we would want to emit. I love that. What do you think is some of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make today when it comes to branding? I love this question. (laughs) So uh, there's so many. The very first one that comes to mind is thinking it's a logo, right? Like, oh, I got the logo. I'm done with branding. And the reason why this is such a huge mistake is because then you're really showing up very inconsistently. And you don't have all those foundations that will help you develop this messaging that helps you connect and think about what kind of content you want to create to attract your ideal clients. Second one will be lack of consistency. Maybe you have worked with a brand strategist or maybe you have worked a little bit on your own, but you don't know how to implement it. And that really shows up. And the problem with that is that ideal clients or you know your audience start doubting like, oh, what's going on in here? Like, this doesn't look consistent. Can I trust this person? You know, you bring up a good point because especially I think when it comes to the online space is you'll find that even just within the different social media platforms, there's not a consistent theme. Or when you go to a website and then you go to the social media page, there's not consistency. So I love that you bring up consistency because I do think that when you have consistent branding all the way across, it eases your clients and to feel like they could trust you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And think about Starbucks. Think about Apple, right? You know when you're stepping into one of their stores, you know when you have one of their products because it's all over. Like, you know, it's not even just the cup or even the cell phone. It's even the experience and, and the feeling that you get going in into the store. So that's why I think in, in branding, you got to do the same thing. Like they visit your website and you're like, wow, this looks like Raquel. Like I feel like, yeah, she is here. Yeah. I think that's such a good point that you bring up. And I think 
when it comes to branding, we've seen it evolve even in the real estate industry that I came from, where people are now starting to put more like lifestyle photos and, you know, to again enhance their brand and who they represent and how they represent who they are. How important are, you know, photos? when it comes to branding or your, you know, branding on your social? Absolutely important. One, because it's proven that people interact better with photos of people. So one, you get more interaction. You get to see a little bit more of the personality shine through that as well. So you can feel like, you know, this person when it comes to tips, I will say, be yourself, show yourself behind the scenes because people want to see like how you are, what it looks like to work with you, even showing a little bit more, even of your own personal life. It can really help you connect with other people. An example of that, I, I love to share that I'm a Latina and my struggles, sometimes even like doing public speaking and all of that. And that really helped me attract a lot of people like myself that felt inspired. So I think showing up authentically really helps you make a difference and connect more with the people that you want to be surrounded with. So on the flip side, which as we keep talking about photos and as we keep talking about the importance of social media, how does branding play a part in any of that and like the consistency of that? Branding plays into social media a lot more than people realize. It even starts from the moment that you're picking social media platforms. Because you got to think about where your ideal clients or ideal audience shows up. And then when it comes to your visuals, your voice, you want to make sure that it's consistent to your brand across all of the channels. So you got to ground yourself in your brand overarching purpose in order to create content that is specific for your audience. Is there one platform that you would recommend over the other or that you've seen success as you're working with clients when it comes to positioning them and their branding on on these platforms? It really varies for creatives since they show a lot more behind the scenes and transformations or creative products. I highly recommend a platform that is more visual like Instagram for olders where maybe you're in the coaching business. Facebook has been really successful because you can create more of a community, which is what typically people are looking for when they're working with a coach. So it really depends on what kind of like business you are in. But I say pick one that you're going to get really good at that aligns or that, that is where your audience is hanging out at. And then once you're really good at that one, you can start branching out. Amazing. What are you most excited about that you're working on in this next couple of months or year of 2022? Oh my gosh. So many things (laughs) that is hard to pick one, but I will say continue to grow my creative studio and be able to also connect my creative studio with the software startup that I'm doing to help business owners manage their business more efficiently. I think that they both go hand in hand. You know, you can have a website, but if it doesn't have the systems behind it to help you be more efficient, then it's only doing half the work. So I'm really excited to connect those two together. 
Amazing. And where can people connect with you? Oh, yeah. So they can connect with me on Instagram. My personal one is Simply Boss Babe. And then my business one is Elevare Creative Studio. Amazing. And one question that I always ask all of our special guests on the show is what is one thing you do to play bigger in business and in life? Oh, this is a good question. You know, and I think my answer is going to be pretty simple. I think setting personal and business goals that are stretching me, that make me grow and step outside of my comfort zone and always thinking about having things that are going to push me to the next level. I love that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your friendship. I appreciate having you on the show. We are going to tag down Mara in our show notes. So make sure you connect with her because as you can see from all the questions that she asked, there's a way to position people when it comes to brand. There's lots of different elements that come to brand. It's not just your logo. It's not just your colors. And this woman is very strategic when it comes to all of that. So thank you again for being on the show. I can't wait for part two. Oh, thank you so much. I love you. (laughs) Love you too. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving The Raquel Show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. I'd love to connect with you further, so text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode. 